Muli Bawanji from Stony Hill. This is the War Shock Malawi update from the 21st of July 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. On Wednesday the 20th, some parts of the long way were awash with violence after a group called the Human Rights Ambassadors held protests against the judiciary's selective justice. There was demonstration in Area 2236. Biwi and Waka Waka. Before the protest started, some concerned business persons sought and were granted an injunction against them. They said they wanted assurance that the demonstrations would be peaceful and that the organizers would be held liable if they weren't. This angered the protesters who defied the injunction. They burnt tired along the road, stone-passing vehicles, and looted stores. This led the police to fire tear gas at them. They also arrested over 76 people for unlawful assembly, contempt of courts, and for inciting violence. Those arrested include leaders of the human rights ambassadors. In other news, a letter dated Tuesday the 12th went viral on social media over the weekend. It was addressed to, quote, the district health management leaderships, end quote, and it had the government's coat of arms. The letter outlined austerity measures that all health centers should follow because of the country's economic woes. According to the letter, ambulances were not allowed to carry dead bodies and pick up and drop off health workers on night duty anymore. The document also said the patients' food rations were going to be reduced to one meal a day. This caused anger amongst many citizens who believe that patients and health facilities should be protected from the country's economic situation. On Monday the 18th, the Ministry of Health distanced itself from the document. Their statement said they neither wrote nor released that letter. They assured the public that the appropriate measures are already being taken to safeguard the access to quality health services. Next up, Chinese fugitive K, popularly known as Susu, was extradited to Malawi on Saturday the 16th. Susu had fled to Zambia in June after a BBC investigative report exposed him as a producer of videos that dehumanized children in the districts of Lulongwe and Michinji. In Susu's footage, the children can be seen making racist and degrading comments about themselves. Following his extradition, Susu appeared in court on Sunday the 17th. He was charged with five counts of child trafficking. Still, the deputy national police spokesperson, Harry Namwaza, said more charges against Susu might be presented as law enforcers are still reviewing his charge sheet. Many people were happy to hear that Susu had been arrested. They believe the victims of Susu videos deserve justice. Marzi's brother, V2, has alleged that the rapper was ritually murdered for not selling his soul. Marzi was an award-winning hip-hop artist. Back in May, he was in a house that caught on fire and died of burn. V2 tweeted a voice note that Marzi sent before he died. In the three-minute-long audio, Marzi said he was being attacked by evil spirits on a daily basis. He concluded by saying, quote, they cannot kill me, end quote. Coincidentally, the late rapper had made a series of posts on social media alleging the same. Catholic priest Father Thomas Mohosha died on Tuesday the 19th, a few weeks after he was convicted for the murder of McDonald Masumbuka. Last month, Mohosha was sentenced to 30 years in prison alongside eight other perpetrators for trying to sell human tissue. The tissue had been extracted from the corpse of McDonald Masumbuka, a person with albinism. Masumbuka went missing in 2018, and his body was found buried the following month. The cause of Muhusha's death is still unknown, but the public relations officer for the Malawi Prison Services, Kimwemwe Shamba, 
said Mugusha had been unwell since his sentencing. There are mixed emotions among locals following news that gold deposits have been found in Nakata Bay. On Friday the 15th, the Ministry of Mining announced that they had found gold in the late Aleke Banda's farm in Tukomba. Banda was a politician who died in 2010. He was involved in politics for 55 years and also worked for the government. The ministry found out about the gold after residents from about 100 villages around Tukombo Trading Center rushed to Banda's estate to dig for it. The ministry's public relations officer, Andrew Mokondo Banda, said they had launched a preliminary investigation into the matter. This isn't the first time that gold deposits have been discovered in Malawi. In the past years, deposits have been found in the districts of Neno, Balaka, and Natichu. Some people think that teenagers are getting more aggressive. 22 students from the St. John Bosco Secondary School were arrested in Mazimba District. The police suspected that they patrol bombed the school staff room because they had a disagreement with the school's management over food. Rumors have it that the students wanted better food as well as bigger portions. The school's head teacher, Stembridge Komunda, said the damaged property is valued at over 15 million kwacha, around $15,000. This is not the only attack that has taken place recently. Some attacks have been stemmed from petty arguments, while other conflicts broke out because of more serious issues like theft. Moving on, the organizers of Untalangano Wamaseko Festival announced that after two years of cancellations due to the pandemic, the event will come back this year. Untalangano Wamaseko is a cultural ceremony that celebrates the Nangoni tribe, their traditional foods, and a huge lineup of cultural dances. This year, it will run from the first to the 3rd of September. Kandi Padamo, a member of the Maseko Nengoni Warriors, said this year's festival will serve as a double celebration because it will coincide with the 10th anniversary of the Nenguan Yama Gomani, the fifth's reign. Many took to social media to express their anger when they found out the National Bank decided to sponsor Kiz Daniels' concert. On Monday the 18th, the bank gave the concert organizer Epic Lifestyle 40 million kwacha, around $40,000. Some people said that there are a lot of worthwhile causes that the bank could have supported instead of the concert, while some said the bank could have helped vulnerable children, students struggling to pay school fees, and flood victims. Others think that the bank has simply made a smart business decision. The concert will take place in the Longway Golf Club on the 27th of August. Speaking of music, a song titled Chiwaya is making waves after going viral on TikTok and YouTube last weekend. It was made by Nigerian musician Nimix. Nimix wrote the song as a tribute to the country's local fried chip delicacy. In his song, he claims that Chimwaya is one of the most outstanding things he has experienced during his visits to Malawi in 2019. He said he never misses a chance to have it every time he visits. Many people are loving how the song patronizes Malawi. Its video was produced in Zamba and shot in Lalongwe and features tons of Chuaya sports across the country. In sports news, soccer fans are excited following the news that flame striker Gapidino Mohungu was shortlisted among the players competing for the Goal of the Year award. Last week, the Confederation of African Football, also known as CAF, released a list of 10 nominees for the inaugural award. The list comprises the goals that stood out during this year's half championships league. Fans all over the world were invited to select their favorite goal, leading Gamba to the top three. On Wednesday the 20th, Gamba was invited for the CAF 2022 award ceremony. 
that will take place in Rabat, Morocco on Thursday the 21st. The Flame Strikers up against Senegalese Pape Asumane Sako and Moroccan Zoyer El Mutaraji. That's it for this week. Want to help us out? Hit the subscribe button and tell your friends about us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at malawi at warshock.com. Kintani Buino. 